All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose to the Red Sox 5-3 to on Friday night at Fenway Park in Boston. They lose their fourth game of the season to the Red Sox, 0-4 against the Red Sox. They're now four games behind them in the loss column, so just another sad, sloppy effort from the Yankees against their rival, and uh, things sort of got away from them early in this one. They trailed in the first inning 3-0 because scumbag Domingo Herman was on the mound, and he can't seem to get anyone out these days. He allows three runs and four hits in the first inning, walks off the mound clapping his glove as if he had done fucking anything positive in that inning, putting the Yankees in a 3 nothing hole. The second time in four games they've been put in a 3 nothing hole by their starting pitcher. The Yankees did bounce back in the second inning to score three runs. Base is loaded. Clint Frazier draws a walk to walk in a run. Then DJ LeMahieu with a single down the right field line, Derek Jeter-esque at Fenway Park to score two, so the Yankees tie the game there, 3-3. Then in the third inning, Domingo Herman can't field the fucking ground ball right to him. Bobbles it, drops it, bobbles it some more, can't throw it. Red Sox score a run eventually in that inning thanks to the extra out they get. They go up 4-3, they added one in the eighth to go ahead 5-3, and then in the ninth, the Yankees get the first two runners on base. And then they eventually hit into a double play since that's what they seem to do best is hit into double plays. They hit into two in this one. They had a couple fielding errors. Hermans dropped balls right to him. Luke Voigt dropped a foul ball uh, for an out. They couldn't run the base as well. Another out, another another runner thrown out at home plate with no outs. <laughs> Gio Urshela had a double. Then there was a single. Phil Nevin sent him with no outs in the fucking inning. And Gio Urshela got thrown out at the plate, which at the time would have been the Yankees' fourth run, so significantly changed the outcome of the game. But to be honest with Phil Nevin there, I mean, it's a horrendous send. It's it's ridiculous send with no outs, and you'd have first and third. To his credit, the Yankees can't fucking score runners from third base with less than two outs. So it's hard to really get on him when you see how bad this team has been this season with runners in scoring position. They were two for nine in this game, so another bad effort there as well. So it's a bad send, but hey, Phil you know you you hold these guys enough and they don't fucking score anyway so who who fucking knows to be honest who knows scumbag domingo her mom was awful in this one four innings five hits a walk four runs three earned it should be fucking four earned he made the error no one else did he made the error that scored the run so he should get all four earned runs there uh three strikeouts he didn't allow a home run which i guess is uh moving in the right direction for him since he always seems to allow home runs uh lucas licky inning a two-thirds scoreless jonathan lewisaga an inning in a third scoreless uh struck out four zach Britton got hurt again hurt his hamstring stayed in the game through another pitch probably hurt it even worse so I don't expect to see him anytime soon. He's been a non-factor all season. And then Luis Sessa comes in, in in relief of Britain. And if you didn't think the Red Sox were getting an insurance run with Luis Sessa on the mound, you've never watched Luis Sessa pitch. It took about two seconds for the Red Sox to get their 4-3 lead up to 5-3, put the game out of reach because the Yankees couldn't score in the ninth despite getting the first two base runners of the inning on. And this team, this is what they do. They don't beat the teams they need to beat. They're 6-6 six and six against the Blue Jays. They're 0-4 against the Red Sox. They're 5-8 and eight against the Rays. That's fucking abysmal. These are the teams that are your direct competition to win the AL East, and you can't beat them. And I better not see anyone comparing the Yankees' 0-8 start in 2009 against the Red Sox to this team, because that team was greatly different. 
And then they destroyed the Red Sox in the second half of that season. They ran away with the division. They won the fucking World Series. Can you see any of those things happening for this team right now? I can't. This isn't the Yankees of 12 years ago. Not even close. And the effort, it was just so sloppy once again. Bad fielding, bad hitting, bad situational hitting, bad coaching, bad managing, bad running the bases, and nothing they do, they do well, except for lose to the teams they need to beat. And the offense only scored three runs. That's not going to cut it at Fenway Park. You're not going to fucking win many games scoring three runs. You scored three runs in the second inning. You didn't score in any other inning. In any other inning, despite having 12 base runners in the game which obviously the Yankees have a, uh, continue to have a serious problem driving in runs. And Glaber Torres, it's time to talk about Glaber Torres. It's been, I, I think it's long overdue to talk about Glaber Torres, but he was 0 for 4 in this one. His average is at 242. His OPS is 644. He has three home runs this year. He had three last year in the shortened season. He has six home runs since the start of 2020 in the regular season. That, I don't even know how that's possible. His at-bats are so feeble. He doesn't even look like he has a chance when he's at the plate. And he hit into a double play in the game. He swung at a first pitch, fucking ground out. Like He struck out, left four on all by himself. I don't get how Glaber Torres is still batting six on this team. And he's hit everywhere this season. He's been batting three, four, five, six. He always hits in the top two-thirds of the order. If Gary Sanchez were to go 0 for 10, he would be back to the eighth spot. That's all it would take for Gary, a bad few games. Glaber's had a bad two years, and he's not moving. Two years, he's been bad. And I get it, he's one of the favorites. Him, you know, Stanton's a favorite, Agashioka is a favorite, Gardner's a favorite. If you're Sanchez, if you're Frazier, if you're Andujar, your, your situation within the, the Aaron Boone circle of trust is at-bat to at-bat. You have to prove yourself every day. Some of these guys, they get weeks to prove themselves. Glaber Torres, he's getting two years, two seasons to prove himself. He cannot be batting sixth anymore. He can't be. This goes to show what happens on a night where Judge is 0 for 4, Sanchez is 0 for 3 with a walk. They're just not going to score if those guys aren't hitting. Because Torres isn't hitting, Frazier's not hitting, LeMahieu, that ground into a double play to end the game was so predictable. That's who, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about DJ LeMahieu because of how good he was the last two years, but at some point, st- stop fucking pounding the ball into the ground to the left side. Jeez, I felt so good about him in that spot, hoping he would drive one to right field, score a run, keep the inning going, put the tying run on third base. Just grounds it right into the left side for a, an easy double play to end the game. And to lose a game that the Red Sox starred Martin Perez and, and the Yankees put out their best possible lineup. Stacked with righties. LeMahieu, Judge, Sanchez, Stanton, Voigt, Torres, Urshela, Anduar, Frazier. Nine righties against Martin Perez, who's barely in the fucking league. Can't strike anyone out. Hopes the ball's hit at someone. They had the chance in the second inning there to just ruin the game. And yes, they tied it up. They scored three runs. But that's all they got from him. And he was pulled in the fourth inning. They let the Red Sox bullpen, which isn't anything special. Go five and a third against them scoreless. And to see Chase Whitlock come out of the Red Sox bullpen and throw two perfect innings, a guy that the Yankees just let go because they'd rather have Nick Nelson and Brooks Kriske on their 40-man, it's just 
embarrassing. And then, of course, Adam Adovino comes in with a perfect inning, perfect eighth inning, striking out two. As I've said all along since the Yankees made the idiotic trade to the Red Sox, just to save a few dollars. And Adovino comes in and, and helps slam the door on them. The Yankees are paying him to do that. Reminder, they are paying him to pitch against them. So they paid Adam Adovino to help beat them on Friday night in yet another loss to the Red Sox. So there's two games left in this series, and the Yankees, they, they have this trend. They either lose the first game in the series, or they, or they win the first two and then lose the third game. They never can start a series off well, and when they do, they're never able to finish the sweep. So now they have to win both on Saturday and Sunday just to win this series. They have Garrett Cole on Sunday, so they'll have the edge there. But on Saturday, it's Jordan Montgomery. You never want a lefty starter going at Fenway Park. And so it's tough to say that they have any advantage on Saturday, especially when you factor in that Nathan Avaldi, one of the fucking worst Yankees ever, is pitching against them, and all he does is shut them down. And he's not any good, but he'll shut them down. Because now they'll have to squeeze lefties. You'll see Rugnet Odor on, on Saturday. You might see Brett Gardner on Saturday. Aaron Boone's going to squeeze lefties in the fucking lineup whether they're any good or not. And they're not any good. The Yankees don't have any left-handed options that are good. That's why they had Aaron Hicks batting third because they had no other option. That's why they had Mike Ford batting fifth because they had no other option. So don't be surprised to see Gardner in there. Don't be surprised to see Odor in there. And don't see, be surprised to see them do nothing. And don't be surprised to see the Yankees lose to the Red Sox again. They don't hit Nathan Avaldi. And when he was a Yankee, everyone hit him. Every team in the league hit him. And then you hope that Cole is dominant on Sunday and that the Yankees can score any runs for him. But remember, when Cole pitches, Sanchez doesn't play. So you're putting Higashioka in there. And it's just not a good start to the weekend here. For a team that's won 7-9, won three straight series, not a good start to the weekend. Three runs at Fenway Park. Three runs. Held scoreless in eight of the nine innings. Scored three runs off Martin Perez. That's it. Three runs. And, then I, and I had a bad feeling about that game right from the first inning, the top of the first when the Yankees went down 1-2-3. LeMahieu swings at the first pitch of the game and grounds out. Judge goes down, Sanchez strikes out. That's not how you start a game at Fenway. That's not how you start a game against Martin Perez. And I knew they were in trouble after that. And I thought when they tied it up in the second, maybe they'd pull ahead, maybe they'd break it open. But I got to stop thinking like that with this team. They're not good enough to do those things. Now it's Yankees-Red Sox on Saturday night, and then again on Sunday night. No afternoon games this weekend. They need to win both now to win the series, to even cut one game off the deficit to the Red Sox. They had a chance to have a huge weekend. They had a chance to go up to Boston and make it a tie in the loss column against the Red Sox. And now the best they can do is chip off one game this weekend with three more games coming off the schedule. And the Red Sox now are in the driver's seat. They could add to the Yankees' deficit with either a win on Saturday or Sunday. And if they are ever to win both, well, fuck, what, what are we even doing here? So Yankees-Red Sox on Saturday, Jordan Montgomery against na- Nasty Nate Aldi, the guy who couldn't have been less nasty as a Yankee, somehow got that name from the Yankees' social media team. He'll go for the Red Sox. Always does well against the Yankees, just like every ex-Yankee does against them. That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll be back after Saturday's game to talk about it.